You think, you think I'm a hat guy? I don't know if I'm really a hat guy. I think, I, I mean, I don't think you'd ever, like, look good, but I think the hat's a good look. Yeah, I don't know. This is what Katie calls my uh, Captain America hat. Have you ever seen the movies where he's, like, in hiding, he's wearing a plain baseball cap? Yeah, because Chris Evans is otherwise so, like, um, runs into the crowd. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah same, like, uh, uh, we have a similar physique, so. <laughs> same issues. Um, by the way, we're recording. Oh, sweet. Good intro. I think, honestly, I can't even think of a better intro than that. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're on air, I guess, with the one and only Dustin Poe. Um, and we're super excited to have this uh, series of interviews with Endeavor staff, where we're going to talk about kind of the culture at Endeavor, what they like. Um, maybe if you stick around for the really juicy stuff, what they don't like, the values that really they identify with. Um, and so this is the initial installment. I hope you guys like it. Uh, and as with all of these interviews, none of this, uh, none of the questions have been shared ahead of time. So you're going to be getting candid, straight up, Dustin, um, nothing inauthentic about this. So that in mind, Dustin, do you want to introduce yourself for all 450 Endeavor staff? Sure. So I'm Dustin Poe. I'm director of branding creative here at Endeavor. And I started at Endeavor back in July, 2012. So I just hit my eight year anniversary a few months ago. Um, I handle all the, the, the brand vision strategy stuff at Endeavor. And uh, yeah, I love it here. And I should note, you are the the genius behind this background, this Zoom background. I am. How's that? Because I think, and then this is this is the reason why I chose you to be the first interviewer. You're always like uh, the person who's putting together just like useful little things, <laughs> uh, bits and tricks for staff to use, at least for the global team to use. So if you're listening to the audio version of this, you won't be able to see this background. But basically, <laughs> Dustin, completely on his own accord, one day drops a, uh, a Slack chat of like, hey, here's my like top 20 Zoom backgrounds. It's kind of grown from there, I think, right? It's, there's a lot in there now. There's a lot. There's a lot. And, and it's just, it's a small thing, but it's one of the things that like we can always rely on Dustin to do. And it's I actually think I've added those to Brand Folder. I, I, think, I think I remember doing that recently. Oh, so really? you'll find right. them there. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to Brandfolder, which I can be <laughs> looking at for all of their digital asset management system. Maybe they can uh, sponsor this podcast. Yeah. Um, Just put their logo over there, Airbnb logo. <laughs> exactly. Right there. Um, so anyway, that's why we chose you for the first, uh, the first interview. And I think your, your answer that you started eight years ago is a perfect uh, segue into my first question, which is... How did you find out about Endeavor and why the hell did you choose to apply? Yeah, so I found out about Endeavor um, kind of randomly. I was just graduated, or actually I didn't graduate yet. I was graduating college and uh, my I was just applying everywhere at that point like people do when they're coming out of college. My wife sent the link. She's like, this sounds pretty cool. And I think like, you hit all the job description points. So I applied on a whim and uh, my old boss, David Wachtel, called me back in a couple of hours from that. And Whoa. we had our first phone call and I was like, that was quick. Usually, you know, it takes a while. <laughs> um, 
And soon I showed up to the Endeavor office in my little suit and portfolio, looking kind of out of place. If you've ever been to the global office, we don't really dress up there. Um, and had an interview with David and the marketing team and a few other people on the staff. And um, just like immediately fell in love with the, the culture there. Um, even eight years ago, the turnover has been crazy. Since then, obviously, the the people are still kind of the same profile and just really all smart, kind of make you question your own smartness sometimes type of people and and uh and just a wonderful place to work um so yeah i guess i should say like most people don't i think most people apply to endeavor with the knowledge of what endeavor is they learned about it like in school or they followed it for a while i had no idea what endeavor was when i applied i was one of the rare ones that they came in kind of completely um uh with endeavor unknown to me and it's just like completely fell in love with this place and how many years in did you finally understand what Endeavor does? Is that still, it's not there yet. It's still no idea. Wait, so is Catalyst <laughs> part of Endeavor? Is that different? Not legally or? <laughs> this is very confusing. Um, what is the best project you think you've worked on? Oh, that's a hard question. Um, I think the best early project I worked on was probably the multiplier maps from Endeavor Insight. Um, I worked with Rhett pretty like early on, my first year in Endeavor, and creating the first Endeavor Argentina Buenos Aires tech map. And back then we did it by hand, like every single little dot and sizing. And it was a huge labor of love. And I mean, I started being posted in like La Nocion, sorry, I don't speak Spanish, La Nocion, like the big paper bed down in Argentina and uh it was just like wow Mike this is cool um that was a really that's, that's a company. lot of little bubbles to draw and that yeah, yeah. it was painstaking is... which I kind of really like stuff like that like weird painstaking boring stuff like that you know like sorting excel sheets and stuff but maybe that's what makes me a good designer I don't know um so that was the first like big project I really liked I think my first impact report that I did for context, our global impact report used to be done by an agency up until about 2015, I think. And I think the first one I did with Liza when she came on staff was the 2016 impact report. And it was a huge project for me at the time. Um, I never did something that big. And uh, that was also another one I was pretty proud of at the end. That's awesome. Do you have any, um, do you have any worst projects? The ones that either you look back and you're like, what the hell was I thinking? Or um, you look back and say, my God, that was just a hellish time for <laughs> I mean, I look at anything I did probably prior to 2015 as what the hell was I thinking? Because it's like, there's a lot of weird things that we made with the brand back then. But um, hellish projects, I mean, if I, if I have them, I probably have blocked them out of my head. Not really sure. Nothing springs to mind. Um, yeah, nothing really springs to mind. I remember the Endeavor Vision 2020 deck I did with Linda was pretty intense. I didn't hate it. Like it wasn't a bad process, but it was like it, we spent a lot of time on that. Like time, like going to Linda's house and like working on it all day. And like um, it was like a eighty something page. No, it was like one of those a hundred plus page slide deck that was oh just my like. Gosh that took forever, but I wouldn't say I hated it. It's just, it was like a whole new vision of Endeavor. And it was like, just took a lot of like finagling and stuff like that. So it was, it was pretty intense. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's like a mini novel, but, <laughs> yeah. but in slide form, which is, 
Yeah, I, I can. Yeah. That's, a, that's an intense project. Yeah, and then people start asking for it to be editable, and I want to like, you know. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, you know, you mentioned that when you started, um, it's the same type of person and endeavor than it is now. So that's like 2012 to 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm curious, like, what in particular in the culture kind of resonates with you the most or that like has kept you I think it's it's amazing that you're here eight years on I'm I've been at Endeavor for seven years and we're still like damn this is an awesome place to work Mm -hmm. Um, what in particular is that for you I think is I mean I come from the military if most people don't know that so it's if you can imagine the uh the contrast of Endeavor versus like the U.S. Air Force it's very very different um and I think what I like about Endeavor is one, people are just freaking smart, like really smart. Um, it can be intimidating at sometimes, but it's like just wonderful, just like things every day, even outside of just the context of Endeavor, um, just because everyone's so, so, so smart. Um, I think there's like a huge culture of like trust and just like, and friendliness that um, you don't see in a lot of places. It's, um, yeah, I just, it hits a lot of my personal values, uh, the people that we tend to attract, I think. That's awesome. Um, and kind of like building on that, um, what do you think is the, the secret to a long, successful career at Endeavor? Since, yeah, <laughs> like you see those traits and attributes in other people at Endeavor. Clearly you have them. That's why you're here. And that's why you've been able to thrive for so long. Um, but I'm really thinking about maybe some of the things that like, I don't know, somebody who joined in 2019 or 2018, like what should they be, what should they know they were, they may not appreciate. Yeah. I mean, hmm, I think, I think being such a, huge company like network like across the world we're in 37 markets right um yeah and i think there's just so much opportunity there um it obviously depends greatly on the department you're in and the role you're in but i, I would say advice it's i mean it's hard coming from someone in the marketing department it's a little bit different to probably like the bulk of our employees are from esg but uh like being flexible um taking chances on new ideas, big ideas, bold ideas. Um, those are the ways you can really grow an endeavor and keep it interesting. Um, I remember Alan Taylor used to, back in my fellows program, he was talking about tours of duty, which we hear that all the time, but like, you know, like every three, four years, he kind of changes role. And I mean, I've done the same with a much smaller extent. Like I haven't jumped from, you know, West coast, East coast to West coast and started endeavor catalyst and stuff, but I have started here as a postgraduate designer eventually more into this brand role. Um, so like there is places to kind of get your foothold in and try new things. So this doesn't stay kind of boring. Um, and I think there, compared to other companies, we might not have as much freedom of those ideas um, as Endeavor kind of encourages. Um, and so this is kind of like leads into my last and final question. Um, you mentioned earlier in one of the responses so like, oh, it's great how like Endeavor employees, like there's that level of trust. 
you just mentioned like, if you have the chance, you should go big. And so completely unintentionally, I think, or you are incredibly thoughtful, you mentioned a whole bunch of Endeavor values. Um, <laughs> that was unintentional, but I, you know, I talk about it all the time being, being the brand director. So it's yeah, yeah, so <laughs> you should be. <laughs> three values that you didn't specifically highlight. No, but in all seriousness, um, we've got five. Uh, we'll not pay it forward, Nate. It's, I don't believe in that one. No, I'm just kidding. Too late. You're already doing this podcast. <laughs> Shit. Um, is there one that you kind of like resonates with you the most? You were most personally affected by it? Um, just the one that stands out. I, I love... One endeavor, cause I love the. Oh, I might just mess that up, but I love the um, the tag, like the subtitle, which is like we are borderless. Mm. And if I messed that up, let me take reshoot this. But um, the, I love the <laughs> we are borderless. <laughs> um, I just I don't know. I just very unique and just like it's one thing I I think I love most about endeavor is like I'll speak to people from four different countries in one day like, regularly. That's crazy to me. Like. Uh, it's not even the travel. It's just getting to know people from other parts of the world. Um, and I love that. I just, I, I love like the, the global, especially in the world we're living now, not to make this in the U.S. politics, but like the U.S. government, how it's so America first and constrained. Like, I just love that feeling of being part of a global organization. And we have our marketing retreats, which we're fortunately able to have this year, still even just before the cutoff with COVID. But like, I love those events like, to see, you know, people from 20 plus countries that are like, I feel like my family, my friends, and um, that kind of person and character that Endeavor attracts, like it, it goes across borders, not just that global. Um, and yeah, I just I, that value because of that. That is such an inspiring way to end. I'm afraid that if I ask any more questions, <laughs> I can like, match that tone. I feel as though in the background, we got to have... Um, like imagine we are, are we are the world <laughs> yeah exactly that's how we're going to close out uh, <laughs> i knew how to edit video or sound but thanks so much for for joining for being the guinea pig of this uh we hope everybody liked it and uh if not blame dustin and i'm looking forward to, to doing this with many more and uh, a big just thank you to dustin not only for doing this podcast but for all the incredible work um, that you do and all the little things like this Zoom background. <laughs> no problem. Can you do me a favor? Yeah. Can you tell everybody how much you love Nick Cage? So for context, um, there's, a, <laughs> there's a bit of a difference of opinions between Dustin and myself when it comes to Nick Cage. Uh, I have an appreciation for good acting and Dustin is <laughs> trash. So... He has not seen a single Nick Cage movie, so I don't really see how that opinion is valid. You can... Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Now we're definitely going to just audio. As that, <laughs> that is concerning. The fact that you had readily available makes me think that... You know, do got well. a lot of options here. A lot of options. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to turn off the screaming Nick Cage background, and I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye, Nate. See ya.